Hello and welcome to the Glenfiddich Challenges Club podcast, coming to you from the skyline of the city of gold. Hosted live in the world's first whiskey bar in a billboard located in Johannesburg, the Glenfiddich Challenges Club is a space of shared opinion, views and perspectives of success brought to you by Glenfiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. Each week, we curate a themed discussion with some of South Africa's most brilliant minds, a selection of changemakers and visionaries in a forum designed to inspire, equip and motivate the next generation. Welcome to the Challenges Club. Welcome to um, the Challengers Club. Um, it's a, a great honor for me to be the host here today. And um, with the Challengers Club, it's a fantastic opportunity for us to engage brilliant minds such as yourselves um, and uh, hopefully come up with great ideas that future challenges can use one day. And um, the great thing about the Challengers Club um, is that, uh, like Glenn Fiddich, it is all about the pillars of success and what it takes to get to where you are and possibly where you'd like to be one day. So like the previous uh, podcast that we had in the previous week, we have a theme today. And uh, the theme is centered around the concept of time. And when you look at time, then you start to talk about patience and you start to talk about commitment and perseverance and resilience and all the things that speak to the process of getting from A to B in your journey and what it actually takes. How long does it take you? And how long should it take you? And what does that all mean in your own personal context? So that is the theme today, the concept of time, uh, especially looking at uh, the pillars of you know, patience and particularly commitment. So um, before we proceed, I'd like us to do a quick introduction around the table, um, just for us to understand who's in the room, and then we can dive straight into our delicious uh, discussion tonight. So I will start with uh, you, sir. I'm Jessica from the Free State, a music producer, and also I'm in the IT space. Um, I'm a founder of an IT company, Epic IT Solutions. Wonderful. Uh, I'm Sandy Lekubega. I'm a medical doctor. I'm known for finishing my medicine degree at the age of 20. I'm currently uh, doing my master's in medicine at UKZN, and I'm also a registrar in the internal medicine department, so a specialist in training, soon to be a physician. Fantastic. I'm Kabelo Chabalala, the founder of the Young Men Movement. I'm an activist, columnist, feminist, and yeah, that's some of the things that I do. But yeah, most importantly, um, I really believe in creating a new cohort of young men in our country and beyond. Wonderful. Hi, my name is Nelen Khodise. I'm from Lesotho by birth, Tawanchi in the Free State by circumstances, and Johannesburg by commitments. I'm a mechanical engineer by academic background, um, sports activist by passion with a devotion to football, and an impact entrepreneur by devotion. I'm the founder of a startup company called um, 3D Emo and also a director of Grand Mugona Foundation. Welcome. My name is Ndumiso Swanda. I'm from Jawanda Media. And I'm a filmmaker and photographer. And I once drove to London from Cape Town and shot in every single African country. And I, I think I might be here because of that. Sure. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> I'm David Sawalala. I'm a graphic designer um, and creative director. I'm a co-founder as well of a company called Suketi Branding and Design. I am Keke Mukwena. And in short, I always say music is business to my ears. 
Arono Ramulo is a media practitioner, 17 years in the game, scientist by training, Bachelor of Science in Chemistry and Microbiology. I've been an educationist at heart for 17 years, focusing mainly on youth empowerment in our country. And I'm excited and passionate about developing young minds. That's why I stay young forever. Karawarasevupse, Martin Savea by profession. Founder of PYF, Ponerepoli Youth Forum. Uh, we deal with young people and try to advance their lives. Banila um, Christopher, I'm a social media content specialist in the financial services industry. All right, my name is Nicholas Manike. I'm a serial entrepreneur in different uh, industries. As an entrepreneur, I'm mostly known for property stock fell, and I'm an award-winning publicist. Thank you so much. All right, now, I mentioned, of course, that the theme tonight is about time and, you know, the role that things like patience and commitments play in our journey. And there's this notion, perhaps, that um, you can't just achieve things overnight. And I want us to explore that because... On the one hand, I look at someone like Aron, who speaks of just one industry in media being in there for 17 years. So when you look at your journey of 17 years in the industry, do you feel that 17 years is what you needed to be to, where, to get to where you are? Or do you feel that perhaps maybe you could have done it in five? Interestingly enough, um, growing up as a child, deep rural area in I wanted to be a medical doctor mm. and I knew how long that was going to take. So... At 16, I was already at varsity doing my BSc. Getting into media from corporate, I was in IT. I was a systems developer for three years. I gave myself five years to understand the industry, to root myself in it. And my main aim was to build my network so that I can expand my business. And 17 years later, I look back and think, has it been 17 years? Because I wanted five years. And it feels like three years, funny enough, because mm. this still a lot more that I want to achieve, a lot more that I want to explore internationally as well, which I started mm. with my recent trip to New York. And for me, it's the case of I found my space where I wake up every morning and I feel that I'm not chasing life. Mm. I am sharing myself with life and therefore attracting whatever comes my way as part of it. So 17 years for me, it's not the case of, look at me, I've done it for 17 years and you can do it, wake up and you know, you can do so it. So it's more about what you do in those 17 years, more than about the fact that it's just a collective number of just 17 years and it looks great on a CV. Exactly, because I mean, in the five years that I thought I'm gonna give myself, I didn't understand the kind of lessons and the kind of opportunities I'm gonna open up for myself and those behind me. So after the five years, I then dropped the issue of timing myself. Mm -hmm. And five years can be 35 years, can be 45 years, but it takes a lot of hard work and resilience, as you mentioned. Sure. As, as, as you get the lessons, you open up yourself for more. You open up yourself for more opportunities and more lessons. Okay, but I wanna, I wanna bring in a different perspective here. Maybe let me bring in David because you know, yes, you are also in the creative space, but it's more about the visual arts. And sometimes you got a, a certain amount of time that you've got to apply to something before you can get results. So is it necessarily fair to expect all of us to put in years and years of, of time just to get to where we are? I think our journey is all different. Mm. Um, two years to you might, might not be the same to the next person. Depends what you do with it. Mm. 
It's funny because um, besides my career, besides my profession, um, I'm an artist at heart. Mm. And my first, my biggest exhibition wasn't even in a physical space, in, a, in an art gallery. Uh, my biggest exhibition was on Instagram. I think that's how I blew up. If that's how I want to put it. I call it an instabition, um, where my art pieces were on there and they were on auction as well. And I featured subjects which inspired me. Um, so, so between the time that you discovered this is what you want to do and that moment of the exhibition, how much time was that? I think it was a year. Um, I mean, a year is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a short space of time. A year time. is very short, sure, but sure. it's funny because I think because of the age of the internet, a year can be a, a very long time. Sure, um, sure. You see it with Twitter, with, with trends, with everything. But I think what I'm trying to say with my installation is that I capitalize on digital and just uh, like social media, like how it works. Mm. I capitalize on that like to reach a larger audience sure. in a shorter space of time. Sure. Whereas a, a traditional artist probably has to grind for the next five years, six years. And, and there's a thing about art where the amount of time you've taken to you know, create this piece of work mm has to be factored in. Otherwise, it's not a real piece of work if it hasn't been years. Yeah. It's valued more if it's longer so, and so, older. So then how do you get around that? Because you do get the purists who say, you didn't spend 10 years mm. and breaks in between divorces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> how, do you, how do you challenge that thinking? The purists should factor in the age of digital. Sure. I'll always champion like digital and social media. All right. We actually got to come to that because it's yeah. a, I think the, the, the advent of technology and what it's been able to do is ever so relevant now when we look at the current generation. But I have to bring in a doctor on this one because I don't know what, you know, um, your understanding of time in getting to, you know, where, where you want to be versus where you were means to you. I mean, when I think of being a doctor or specializing in anything, I'm already thinking, yo, oh, when am I going to get my first paycheck? When am I going to buy my first, you know, G63 or whatever it is that I want? So that decision for you to go down this journey, did you think of the amount of time it would take you to get there? Well, for me, it was quite different. Um, it was more the passion and wanting to help people. Um, and so it's been a, a sort of different journey than what normally what, you know, people would say when you become a doctor. Mm. They might want to, because as you said, for the paycheck or whatever that they might be getting. But for me, it was completely a different journey. When I went there, I... You know, I went to um, the local hospital, which is Materiani Hospital, and I saw what was happening there. And I just wanted to see a smile on the, you know, on the next person. I wanted to see them better. So mm. that's been what's been driving me all these years. So even when I finished at the age of 20, I didn't even know that I was 20 when I finished because my interest was to just help people. So time is an important aspect of everything. And it, you know, it factors in everyone's life and everyone in your in every day of your life and how you make decisions. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's how you use your time to progress in your field and to progress to be a better person and to change what you want to change. So how long did it take you I mean, how long were you in, you know, university for before you were able to say I'm a doctor? So when I finished high school when I was 15, so then I went straight to varsity. And I mean, where else can you go? Obviously. <laughs> where else can you go? You can, you can take a gap here. So I didn't take a gap Take a five-year gap and still, you know? <laughs> so um, I went to varsity straight sure. after um, matriculating. And I had two options. I, I, wanted, I did IT in high school, so I wanted to be a computer engineer. Sure. And the other option was to do medicine. And the funny thing is that when I went with the decision to med do medicine, that was the only thing I think I could have ever done because I found it so fascinating. And um, 
um, you know, those that time uh, being there and doing medicine. And I feel like I value it so much because I spent five years in, uh, in UKZN. And after graduating, I had learned so much about myself. Even mm. though I was that young, I was mm. able to tackle so many challenges and I was able to, you know, to meet different people. I can and imagine because think about it. I mean, I don't know who, who got to university at 15 in this room. Uh, most of us probably got there 19, 20, with the exception of, of Sandile and Arun. But, I mean, most of us got there at age 19, 20, 18, whatever the case may be. And when you think of how immature you were, I mean, it just, it just paints an incredible picture of, of, of the concept of time in terms of when you get to experience certain things, you know. And you could never have prepared for that at age 15. No. Never. Right. I mean, I, I look I, at students now. I mean, at nineteen, twenty, you go to Bramfontein or Melville, and you'll you'll see interesting things. Uh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. Karabo's shaking his head. Now you, you've you've dabbled in the space of of dealing with young people, um, and before we even get to that, your understanding of what it takes to be successful from a time point of view. You know, when, when you're sitting down with somebody over a bottle of whiskey. Are you the guy who says it doesn't matter how long it takes you as long as you can achieve it, whether it's in a day, or is it about time is important before you can get anywhere? Um, it's, it's, it's different. Um, I've just been offered an opportunity right now to go and work in Senegal. Mm. I'm moving from the 1st of July. This is something that I studied for in 2011. Hmm. So, and only now it's only now. It's something. Um, but I was patient, um, and I kept on looking for things that would lead me to, to that opportunity. I was patient, and I was like, look, I'm not going to give up. This is something that I want. And working with young people, it's, it's different. You know, you, 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 I come from a village. They see young men who came from successful families, well, of families, and they just nyope boys, you know. Mm -hmm. They like, life is not fair. Why, why, why should I be doing this? Why should I be going to school and all that? Mm -hmm. And it's it's difficult to 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 advise them or to tell them like, look, it's only in time, you know. You will get your. You just need to be patient. Keep on studying. Keep on doing what you have to do. You know, don't look at the other people. Don't look at the people from next door because but of is that. it easy to ignore other people? Is it easy? I mean, it's let's not say, easy. Let's say you and I matriculated together. But somehow, because life has it, I end up, you know, succeeding at a, at a quicker rate, 15, 20, whatever the case may be, and you're still lagging behind. I mean, how do you, how do you get around that? Because it does affect a lot of people. And then people go through pressure and, and they end up doing things that they wouldn't normally do because they feel they're under pressure. For me, what worked for me was the, the company that I kept. Hmm. Um, I, I went through that same space. Um, when I tell my story that I failed, like I'm one of those that got a condone to, to matric. Mm. <laughs> and um, June I failed, September I failed. And I was like, no, this can't happen. I cannot be the first one in the family to, to repeat the matric. Sure. So I had to change my ways. Mm. And one thing that I had to do at that point in time was to cut my friends. They didn't care. You know, you come from school, you play soccer. Mm. After that, it's girls and all that. I had to change the people that I hang around with. Uh -huh. and, and that, for me, helped me. And I passed. In three months, I had to punish myself. In three months... There you go. Yeah, yeah. And, and I made it. It's beautiful how lifestyle choices can also have an impact on how long it takes for us to get from A to B. Naila, I have to bring you in here on the point of patience because um, he mentions patience. 
Is it something that can be taught? I've told a lot of people to be patient. Uh, people want to get into radio, whatever the case may be. Um, but sometimes I don't really know what I'm saying to them. So w when you look at the idea of patience, is it something that's taught? Is it something that we all have in us? What, what, what is your view when we look at the concept of patience? You know, um, more than, I don't quite like talking about patience. Mm. I like saying people need to have that variables of success. Because when you have your variables of success, and that you add into the success equation where the resultant is success, they will teach you how to take time and embrace some things. Yeah. You know, Aaron talks about 17 years in his industry. I've been in football for 21 years. Sure. In 1998, when I first saw Jerome Falke, the then General Secretary of FIFA, speak mm. on TV for the first time, yeah. I said to people, I'm going to become the General Secretary of FIFA before 40. And from that, from then on, when everyone wanted to be a football player, others wanted to be club managers, I kept telling my family and my mom to see that I want to study the doctrine of football. So at some point, you, you prepared yourself mentally and you said, this is going to be a long, a long slog, so I have to make sure that I'm prepared. It, sound, it sounds glamorous, but there are moments where it perhaps feels it's far. Was there ever a moment where it felt that you, you were not gonna get there? I, I believe you're still not the secretary at FIFA. <laughs> I, don't know if you're, I don't know if you're 40 or not. <laughs> so so when, when, when you look at all of that, I mean, how do we relate? Because people also talk about goals and some goals do go with time, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, you know, what I always say is that um, for every large goal, I pay it with the small goals mm. for you to achieve the small wins. And throughout uh, 20, 21 years, so people would understand I'm left with 10 years. I pay it with the small goals, you know, and the small goals may be just running 10 kilometers mm -hmm. up, a, up, up a hill. You know, because those small goals make you realize that you are achieving, you are getting closer to your goal little by little. Mm. You know, I've always created myself and built myself to be focused. The minute you limit yourself and become focused on a particular discipline, you are able to see where you are going. Mm. I mean, with me, I always told people that I want to be in football. My mom made, my mom made me do BSc, a Bachelor of Science in Physics, and computer science, I told her, anything that I do in science has to fit into football. To football, exactly. Yeah, because I, that's where you want to be. That's where I want to sure, be. Sure. Everyone said that I can't work anywhere. I just said I'll create my own industry on my own. One day, science and technology will rule football. But you see, right there, and I'm going to come back to that because maybe then science and football were in a different point, but it's still about the time because it evolves over time. And we've seen now how even technology and football have become more and more, you know, one thing. Banel, I have to bring you in here because I want to talk about the perception of overnight success. Um, and as somebody who understands social media, I'm sure it must play a role in, in painting a picture that fuels this perception. Um, overnight success, what is this thing? Where does it come from? I mean, what is it? Um, I think in social media, it's the fact that people sell this lifestyle this dream, mm. and they don't show the hustle behind it. Mm. So when you work behind the scenes, you don't show the behind the scenes of working. You just show the little snippets of posing with Mo, whatever, but don't show the hustle of working. So why, why do you think we don't show that? Why do you think 
nobody sees you um, maybe driving from gig to gig if I'm a DJ or how many hours you, you practice a script if you're an actor, an actress. Why do you think we hide that and just show the finished product? I think it's not glamorous. No one wants to see the hard work. Everyone wants to see where you're going with this. Everyone wants to see what am I achieving out of this hard work. So not, not everyone wants to see everyone hustling or working hard or going from gig to gig at 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. But we want to see what's the end result of this hard work. And I think that's what sells the bigger picture or the goal. I find it strange, and, I, and I'm going to bring in Tifo and Keke on this one because you guys have probably seen just on, on the aspect of maybe musicians, for example, who, who just believe that, you know, it's just one song and your life begins, you know? Um, just that journey as well, right? When we talk about the amount of time it takes to be a successful artist, what do you tell artists? Um, there's always someone better than you. There's always someone working harder than you. There's always someone a lot more talented than you. Mm. There's always someone a lot more humble than you. There's always someone, you know, there's always someone better than you. You should always know that. That's what I always tell my artists. And also, don't, expectation kills so much. Just because I was with you today and I'm like, oh no, so more can do this for me, you know? expectation it kills a lot of things and people don't understand like okay no your song is not ready oh no I'm just a DJ I'm not a compiler you know the, the, those are the things that I always say to people understand nothing revolves around you always work harder always be better always be more truthful more humble more of something because there's someone who's doing it better than you that's what I always say to my new artists so when, a, when an artist gets signed before <laughs> What do they think is going to happen in, in your experience? In, in how much time, in how much time are they expecting something to happen? What's, what's been your general experience when you observe? They just want to, they want to get busy. Exactly. exactly. Rock the girls, as some would say. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and um, with me, the trick is to be patient mm. and focus on doing what you love. I, I, I'm a firm believer, there's, there's this line in Sutu that I really, really like, life, haina motwapili. You just have to be patient, focus on what you want, and just ignore everything else. But I mean, there are real challenges, and, you know, Kabelo, um, I, I want to bring you in here because, you know, you, you're a man of, of many dreams and, and you want to do different things, but, you know, we... We all have things that make the process move slower. So in your experiences, in getting to where you are now, what have you had to overcome that challenged even the time it took you to get to where you are? I think what I've learned is that things take time. I mentor young boys. If one of them says, the other day I was in Pretoria, I got it like a tap on my, on my shoulder and said, hey, remember you were at school in 2015 and this is the talk that you gave from that day on. I actually never wanted to give up. I passed my matric, I'm now at varsity. And you're thinking, so I spoke to a group of more than 200 young boys, and one of them is giving me feedback almost four years later mm. to tell me that whatever that you did last year, even though you didn't know that you actually impacted my life, it means that I need to go back tomorrow or continue because I might actually touch yet another life that is not going to give up. So I think it is those little 
testimonies that remind you that what you're doing is necessary and what you're doing is impactful. Mm. And it reminds you of the bigger picture. But you, you, you build every day. Rome wasn't built in one day, cliche as it may sound, but one brick at a time, I will complete this house that I'm trying to build. Mm. And feel free to weigh in on any points that have been mentioned in the room because I think, uh, you know, a couple of springs may have been pulled. Yeah. Nick, um, there's also this idea of record time. You know, I want to finish studying in record time. I want to move out of home in record time. I want to have six companies in record time. Is there anything positive ab- about this idea of record time? Is there something good about it? Or, or is, it, is it a dangerous mentality to have? I think it's a good mentality to have because it, it pushes you to do uh, more. However, what I can say is that um, in whatever we're doing, um, if you do it because you're passionate and you love it, uh, the cost doesn't matter. Mm. However, a goal, it's a goal uh, with a deadline. I'll give you an example. There's a tree, it's called a bamboo tree. Uh, that tree, you plant a seed, it will take uh, five years for that seed just to break out. And that means each and every day, you need to, you know, to water that seed for five years. Every day, you don't miss. If you miss, it dies. Mm. For five years, that means Every day you need to water it. Mm. And after five years, when it comes out, it grows tall up to more than 800 feet tall. Why I'm saying this, things that look simple or that looks, it was quick. It was never real quick because we didn't see the behind scene. We didn't see the hard work that was being put and everything. Mm. But life, uh, it humbles you. And all those situations, when they happen, it, it, they come to teach you something in life, mm. to be patient, you know, to, to, to have time and also to put in the hard work. So all these things, it's connected, mm. you know. Mm. Someone might do something and then, boom, that's it. Someone might do something for years and years, but it's because it was preparing you to be who you are. We live in a world now where people do do something and then, boom, you know, Life changes in an instant. You know, you record a video on YouTube, you're doing something, and then voila, you, you're a world star or whatever. So how do we look at that? Do we frown upon that? Do we embrace it and say, maybe this is the new world order or maybe this is where the world should be going? How do we look at that kind of success story where things just happen quickly in the concept of time? You know, I, I always hold true to... Jay-Z's story where they say there are some people who can create a, a hit record, mm. uh, but then there are some people when you sustain success for 10 to 20 years. Um, when I relate the story of time to the story of alcohol, I always say, Glenn Fiddick, is that with time, you achieve mastery. Mm. Something that people who are overnight successes aren't able to achieve. You are able to become a hit, but then you fade. And you look at um, people who have achieved mastery over a long period of time. I, I mean, you look at Aaron, uh, Aaron for, for instance. You know, uh, the first time I, I learned of him was back in Take 5 when I was in primary school. Uh, Aaron over, raised all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he raised us. No, but, but because over the years he has built mastery. Mm-hmm. You know, any person can come in a room and claim fame, I have uh, one million followers, you know, this brand wants me, this brand wants that, but with him, what we have for him is respect that we've built over the years, 
on him building his craft. So that is something that we need to value about time and in relation to Glenn Friedrich because, I mean, something that takes 10, 12 years. Minimum. Um, minimum. Mm-hmm. You know, we start respecting it because it's mastery, you know, uh, that patience to achieve that kind of mastery. I, I hear that and I, and I agree with everything you said, but then the other realities, you know, where you're young. And in your profession as a doctor, Sandile, I can imagine how your age could work for you and also work against you. Well, I completely understand that concept. Mm. And uh, myself, um, putting myself in the position of being a patient, mm. um, to be seen by someone who's 20 years old, that would be, you know, a little bit, you know, take a step back and say, sure. what is this it's kid like, where, doing with, the with mastery, me? Where is it? Yes, what, what is this person doing? So as we've mentioned, I completely respect the people that have time in medicine mm. and they have the greatest experience and we learn more from them. Mm. But um, the people, you know, that have also the young people that we see um, have also put in time in their craft and, and the work that they've done. I've also worked so hard to be where I am and I've tried my best to be the best person that I can be. And um, so it's important to respect both ends. The person who's just achieved something is in the learning process and they are there to learn and to be better. And the most important thing is to use the time that they have to grow in the profession. And also don't take it away from the people that also have achieved so much as well, because those are the people we learn the wisdom and the, you know, to be wiser and to gain more experience from them. And those are the people I also respect the most. And I, I mean, people that we take as mentors to help us progress in the profession. So we should learn to have respect for both and we should motivate both ends to improve on what they already have and to improve both uh, generations. It's yeah, because like think about it. I mean, yeah. uh, you, ha- you have a graphic designer who's young and, you know, you're thinking, hey, he's fresh, he's got, you know, great new ideas versus somebody who's been a graphic designer for 20 years and maybe they're getting out of touch. You know, so in that, in, is that a reality in, in your space when you look at your journey? Have you had to deal with such issues that relate in some way or another to time, experience, how long you've been in the field? I think in the context of my career and my growth, um, I've, I've been in boardrooms where um, I used to be that brown cool kid. Chris, you can tell by the hair. <laughs> I'm keeping the hair, but sure. I'll still rock my semi-formal in boardrooms. But I almost still have to prove myself that Although I've been doing this for five, six years professionally. For a day. <laughs> <laughs> Again, because of the advent of social media, sure, it's sure. propelled me fast. Mm. Um, but even that overnight success, I've still had to be consistent and um, persistent in between. I've, I've had to sort of navigate that overnight success um, narrative, but just by being, just by keeping my work. Mm. Um, uh, Aaron, you wanted to make a point. Um, you know, for me, th- this whole concept of time. I, I always marry it with quality time. Mm-hmm. Somebody can take five years and say, let's look at the one who's got five years experience in this thing versus the one who's got two years experience in this thing. For me, is the amount of experience and the quality of the experience they've accumulated in the time that you're talking about. Time for David can be three years mm. and he's up there. I interviewed him five years ago mm. on my show. And we saw him once, we called him onto the show, social media, we gave him access to 2.5 million viewers mm. because we trusted his work. 
and we didn't question whether he had a year experience in what he's doing. Um, I can sit here and say 17 years in media and someone else can say 19 years in media, but what is the quality mm-hmm. and what you've accumulated in the time space that you're talking about? Totally. Yeah. So, and, 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 and also, um, the issue of the patience and what it actually means to be patient, persistence, what does it mean to have, uh, to be persistent and even mm. to be resilient at times? You must have some tool. It, it, you don't just wake up and you're patient, right? Mm. What do I need to be patient and persistent and resilient? What do I need? Where do I learn that from? It's knowing what are you persistent and patient for. Because yeah. what are you patient for? If you're not, know, you're not sure what it is, mm. you will wait for it for two years. Somebody who knows what they're patient for, they will receive it in a year mm. or they'll receive it in three months. Mm. Is knowing that putting in time is making sure that you're accumulating as much experience and the skills and the expertise and sharpening and building your craft, whatever it is that you're doing, to make sure that you walk away with the best of quality. I'm, I'm almost getting a sense you've got to be a hard worker. You've got to be a hard worker. You've got to be a hard worker. You can't... Even though you may have all the time in the world, you could have finished matric at 15 mm. and think you'll be set for life by age 20. But if you're not a hard worker, it could actually mean nothing. Put in the work, beloved. Mm. Put in the work. <laughs> um, yeah. So just to jump in, what Arun is saying is, is true because of, for example, in my case, you want to be this person. You want to be a marine surveyor, right? When you are a surveyor, there's certain things that you need to know. In, in terms of how to adjust a claim, uh, what does a vessel contain, how the hatches are built and all that. That you will only get more or less in doing claims, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to be patient for 12 years doing claims in order for me to get to where I am today. So that when I get to this point, all of those things, they will come in handy. And, and that's what time is about. You, you need to learn certain things in life so that when you get to where you want to be, it's easier to actually smooth. because sales smooth because of it's it's painful to to get an opportunity and fail in that opportunity mm-hmm. and you feel that the world was not kind to you but you didn't want to put the time you know mm-hmm. put the time in and you will see when you get to that opportunity success will be like that sure i'll come back to that Keke, in your own personal experience i mean having dealt with a lot of entertainers mm-hmm. um in the field of media where some say you don't have much time to do what you do mm-hmm. or you don't have time to to be, you only have five years to be an artist and that's it. And then after that, you're going to fade out. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are some of the, the things that are thrown out there. What's your response to that? Because that is also linked directly to time. And that could almost dictate how a young person coming into entertainment can view how their journey should be. Mm-hmm. That I need to get in now and then get the hit now so that in five years I'm done or my time is up, whatever the story is. From... I'll just move it big, back a bit. When, mm. From when I was a little girl, mm. my grandmother would always talk to me in not telling me what to do, but she would show me things. And that's how I always deal with my artists. Like, if this doesn't work, do something that is... You know, some of my artists don't know how to speak. They're mad. Others are really good at singing. Others are not good at singing, are good at talking. So I always say, okay, with this, like, no, when I'm not doing interviews with this one because it gets out of control. Mm-hmm. This one, okay, we can push your music more with interviews and whatever way now, okay, we'll get you to do what, you, what is that you're good at. Instagram, dance, do this, do that, do that, do that, you know? So it's, I think it's a matter of understanding and saying, this is what you're strong at, and then we're going to focus more on you, uh, yeah. this thing, and not the other. Mm. Yeah. But Banele, we, we live in a world where people want instant gratification, right? They want to be 
wherever they want to be at Investec in no time. They want, they want, they want, they want. And earlier you mentioned the perceptions that we create and not talking about the hard work. The concept of hard work is also directly linked to, you know, values and, and, and your principles and maybe partly how you're raised. So what do you think is missing in people who think that the finished product just took a day to create? What, what do you think is missing? There must be something missing if people expect things to just happen overnight. I think it's, it's, it's the patience. I think it's the hiding of the hard work, as you said, behind the scenes. So people think, oh, graduated two years ago. Now he has this higher position. What was happening before he graduated? What was he doing in varsity? Things take time to, to get to where they are. So people need to understand that not everything you see is what happens and your journey and your life is different from the other person. So you need to go on your own lane. You need to learn a few things before you get to where you need so, to so get. So in your case, do you feel that your journey is record time? Do you feel it is in, you know, acceptable time given, you know, the standards or do you feel it's taking you forever to get to where you are? I think in my journey, because when I was young, I always wanted to be the first young person, like the first black to do this or the youngest person to do this. Uh -huh. But you, you learn that journeys are not the same. People come from different backgrounds. You're going to meet different people in different stages in your life. We're going to take into different things in your life. So with my life, I think it is fair enough. I mean, I'm 24. I think I've achieved quite a few things that my peers haven't achieved from where we started, from where I'm from. Um, so what do you think you did differently to them, to, to them um, that you are in a position that they're not? I think it's because I, I knew what I wanted. I walked this journey alone. Um, I didn't listen to anyone or anyone's advice. I took people's prayers. I think that's important. Mm. But I was like, okay. Pray <laughs> 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 for me. Great, let's do this. But in my life, I knew what I wanted. And I knew at this stage of my life, I want to have achieved this. So it pushed me, but I'm not there yet. And I'm far from being there. Mm. And yeah. Uh, Ndumi, so I want to bring you in here, particularly on, again, the issue of hard work. Um, it seems to be, and as I alluded earlier, because of, you know, the younger generation that's coming up, there's just so many examples of things that happen overnight. Uh, but what, what, you know, what is the importance of understanding, you know, how you use your time and what you do in there in order to achieve anything? Because some people feel, well, yes, I... I, I, I'm, you know, I, I can take one year or two years to achieve something. And um, if, if I post it wherever, or if I do whatever, it's almost a done deal. Um, nobody's talking about the hard work. Nobody's talking about, you know, the pain, you know, sometimes the rejection or when things just don't come together. So in your personal experience, you know, what sort of light do you want to shed when it comes to hard work and in, in the conquest of success? Ah, it's the journey. Mm. It's the journey. And I'll bring a practical example. So um, early on, I, I mentioned to you once took this epic road trip from Cape Town to London. Okay, but it wasn't just like driving. And not, not London, Orlando, as in no, London, London in the UK. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But now, um, so you're in Cape Town, you know this is happening, you know it's the 6th of September, you're only coming back on the October the 6th of the, the following year, um, and you have to shoot in every country, package it, and make sure you develop a following, but you're still in Cape Town, and you know that you're going to get to London, 
you don't know how you're going to do these things yet, but the journey itself. So, so, so I literally plugged into every country and kind of gave it its own hierarchy of needs. Make it special so that when you get to the next place, you start from the bottom again. Eventually, we get to London after this year, okay? Now I'm able to quantify. We've got 45 million viewers. We've dropped 39 episodes of this. We've done that. Um, and we've done exactly what we wanted to achieve. But because we enjoyed the journey, we did it well. I see. We did it well, um, and we uplifted the continent. It wasn't just about shooting. So we're able to shine, um, use social media to its to your own personal benefit, whatever tools, but that's only because you are, you've created a microscope around yourself and it's one story, one country at a time. So the journey, literally. So, so you enjoy the journey, but within that there's hard work because there's also the perception that hard work is, is boring or it's, it's painful. Uh, why do I have to work hard? Some people say, why do I have to work hard when I can just, you know, be a forex guy or whatever, no offense. Uh, I actually take that back. <laughs> but you get my drift. You know, why do I have to work hard? Why, why should I work hard? Um, all right, uh, Tiffo, I, I want us to start another point, deadlines. I mean, is it important to have a deadline? I mean, can I, I just say something quickly before we sure, move to deadlines? Sure, sure. Um, something very quickly. And a, a colleague of mine, an indirect mentee for like 14 years, mm. Bonang Mateba, we used to have conversations together. We used to work together for um, one of the productions. And the day she decided to work for Queen Bee, that's the day she decided I'm going to put in the work. She said it recently in one of, our, one of her interviews to say, she's sitting with millions and millions of followers. They think she wakes up like that. She wakes up at 4.30. By 5.30, the makeup is to be 100%. And Queen Bee the brand itself can never see, be seen without makeup, can never be seen without a beautiful dress and hair and all that. Mm. It's a responsibility of all the pioneers. It's a responsibility of all the leaders in our different industries to be honest with ourselves and then be honest with those who are following us. Mm. Those we are ushering into the future, they need to know, they need to see Christopher. They need to see the hard work. Yes, because we brands and we're selling what we're selling in the spaces mm. that we're selling, we need to tell those stories of hard work. They need to know that even though we're riding the wave right now, there's still hard work that we're putting in mm -hmm. together, mm -hmm. the making of it. It's mm -hmm. our responsibility as pioneers to say, it's all great, you need to be in your passion, you gotta do this, but the biggest question is how? Dumiso, did you wanna add to that as well? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's essentially, you know, also hard work is always quantified as some physical labor. And sometimes your mental health is perhaps the question. And we work hard at our mental health sometimes so we can let our talents shine. So sometimes that working hard is also working at yourself. I, I want to pick up on that. I like that before I even get to deadline. I really like that because it would seem that a lot of us talk about the things we want to do. We want to make bottles, we want to bottle whiskey, we want to build houses. But I, I'm not hearing a lot of personal development. Um, I'm not hearing a lot of building, taking the time to build yourself. And Jez, I know you have a, a personal story around just that and having to experience different things in order to get to the point of, you know, at this point in your life, self-actualization, to say, this is me. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I also graduated quite young as a quantity surveyor, uh, worked in some of the biggest projects in the country. I only studied brand and marketing management while I was in 
this role. So it meant that my focus was not to be a superstar and become the whiskey connoisseur who's got a bottle with his fingerprint on it. No, that was just secondary stuff. Oh, by the way, yes. <laughs> True story. <laughs> but it's, it's the hard work that you put in. As Chris was saying, we, we need to start displaying the hard work um, that's actually happening on, on, on the background. You know, changing career to career. It's time. It's not easy. Yeah, because spending, you've invested spending, yeah, a certain amount of time years. studying yeah. to be a professional and then you switch. Yeah. But it's not wasted time, is it? It's, I mean, it is it's, not wasted time. But also, it's amount of, the amount of knowledge you gain there. Remember, you are the driver of your destiny. I want to talk about the concept of deadlines and and whether they're important and whether they have a place in our journey. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to go around the table. Deadlines. Yeah. Are they important? How do you see them? I, I never use deadlines in my world. Uh, I always call it milestones mm-hmm. uh, because I always believe that a deadline says that you're ending something and you might never do it again. Mm. So if it's a milestone, it gives you an opportunity to say, I wanted to do this and get it here, but then at this point when I'm done doing the things, the objectives I've set out, it helps me review and move further with the project because I believe it's a process and it's a journey. And with the milestones, it's like the stops you take to review the journey backwards and go forward. David? Um, I turned 30 this year and um, a few years back, I was like, yeah, by 30, I'll have a wife, I'll have a kid, um, I'll have my own company. And, and it's funny, it's like I've achieved half of those things. I just have a company. <laughs> <laughs> but no wife and kids. Um, well, you know, you, you pointed out to the, the skirt skirt. Are you still skirt skirt? Because, you know, skirt skirt and marriage. No more skirt skirt. Um, so, yeah, and I think it speaks to that some goals you set and, like, you don't necessarily reach. And I think sometimes we we tend to overlook the other stuff you see that you didn't really plan. Mm. I mean, the yeah. company I started at 25, it's cause I started with, with my ex-boss, whom the company that she owned, I wanted to leave. She was like, no, let's start our own company. Um, wow. I'll just be in the background, I'll help you, I'll mentor you, mm. you be the face, everything. Um, so my company started way earlier than I'd anticipated mm. cause I had like mentorship. Absolutely. Right, um, we're going to wrap up in just a moment uh, because time is, is a real thing. Um, but of course, we're still just going to look at, at the issue of deadlines. Nick, what about you? How do you see the concept of deadlines? I mean, deadline for me, it's, it's extremely important because if you don't have a timeline, a goal, it's a goal with a timeline or a deadline. Mm. So if you don't have a deadline, you will procrastinate and procrastination is the enemy of success. Just very quickly as we wrap, um, if anybody wants to give some words of in- encouragement and advice to future challengers who are still on the come up, uh, young people who want to be where you are one day, young people who feel that they are the future challengers of tomorrow, um, is there anybody who wants to just dip in and give some words of encouragement to young challengers out there? Um, run your own race, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, um, when I had to make a decision uh, of quitting or changing my friends and being a loner, mm. it was simply because of I saw that being around those people, it was going to actually lead me to not going where I want to be. Mm. So in life, you need to run alone. It's okay. It's okay with Tokadi you know, It's okay to be alone. It's okay to be a boring person. Mm. But as long as you know what you focused on, it, it's okay. So sometimes it's 
be different. Perfect. And Aaron, in closing, and I'm going to end with you because you raised all of us. <laughs> you raised all of us. <laughs> no pressure, trust me. I always use a very simple analogy that says the best of moments in your life are the unplanned ones. Those are the ones that give you a joy headache. Anything that you find yourself doing and it gives you absolute joy is always related and linked to a certain career. That's when you're going to shine. Like mm. in the words of my grandmother, whatever it is that you're doing, yes. yes, yes. That's going to save you a lot of time. That's going to make you a star. That's going to make you a master in your journey. Mm. Mm -hmm. Think of those moments. The best of moments are the unplanned ones. Find a career link to it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of this discussion. This has been another uh, session with the Challengers Club. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Glenn Fiddich Challenges Club podcast. Join us next week when we'll be talking about time and the role of patience and commitment. You can join us in the Glenn Fiddich Challenges Club by simply tagging at Glenn Fiddich SA plus someone you believe is at the top of their game. Hashtag Challenges Club. Brought to you by Glenn Fiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey. Drink responsibly. Not for persons under the age of 18.